Welcome to Cosmic Roadmap. I'm your host, Melissa Lambor, Reiki Astro Geo Guide and bestselling author. Have you ever wondered where in the world you should be? This podcast is about bridging cultures and helping the endless wanderer find their purpose and place in the world. Hear stories from digital nomads, avid travelers, and aspiring globetrotters, and learn how they discovered where they were destined to be and build their legacy. If you're curious about astrogeography and where you're meant to be on the planet, go to CosmicRoadmap.com to download your free Passport to Purpose. Welcome to the second season of Cosmic Roadmap. We are coming at you from Bali, Indonesia. I'm your host, Melissa Lambor, and my special guest today is Jade Sito. She is an energy healer who works directly with removing limiting patterns and consciousness. Uh, She is also a certified mindset coach, life coach, NLP practitioner, and hypnotherapist. So we connected through a digital nomad networking event recently here in Bali, and we currently call Bali our home, which is why I was so excited to bring her on. I was curious what was, you know, in her astro maps uh, and what it revealed about her journey. So welcome, and yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself and what brought you to to Bali. And now that you know a little bit about your astro geography, you know you can you can kind of touch upon what conflicts, like what you know, what's coming up for you here in Bali. Oh well, thanks for having me on the show. First yeah. of all, <laughs> I actually am from London, but I moved to the island of Ibiza. Or in England, we call it Ibiza, but I think the rest of the world calls it Ibiza. And I moved there about seven years ago, originally a yoga teacher quite a long time ago. And that's where I've been for the last seven years before I came to Bali. But that's kind of where a lot of my energy work kind of got activated. That's where a lot of my gifts got activated. That's where I really started to kind of like move away from teaching yoga, wellness, fitness, I was a personal trainer as well. And I really started to go deeper into the ancestral work, past life work, into consciousness. But when I got to Ibiza, I mean, things were great for a really long time. And then for the last two years, as strange things actually started to happen to me there, um, the more I started to delve into this work, really strange things started to happen to me there. I started to do a lot of deep healings and things got really, really chaotic. And I mean, I was with a guy for seven years, we were quite happy. And it all just got really chaotic in the end of my life. And I was just like, I need to get off this island. I need to go. Yeah. And Barney was where I actually did my yoga teacher training eight or nine years ago. And I've always wanted to come back here, but it was always my ex-partner and my ex-boyfriend's dream to go to Ibiza. So that's where we went. Mm-hmm. So the minute we broke up, I was like, right, see you later. I'm, out. <laughs> I'm going back to wherever. Yeah, I'm going to Barney. You can stay here. And yeah, this is where I've been ever since. Uh, it's been a bit of a ride, but I haven't really been here that long. It's only been three months this week that I've been yeah. here. So the same for me. I think I think we arrived around the same time. Really? Yeah, I arrived August 13th. So I think we're like same a few- day. It's August 13th. Exactly the same day. No way. <laughs> yeah, August 13th. That's exactly when I arrived. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So we did look at Spain and Ibiza and... You did have uh, Neptune energy, so Neptune energy that was disharmonious. So it, it makes sense why you felt like a, a sort of deception or a lot of things just kind of kind of being disharmonious. And then alongside 
uh, Ibiza, you also had Neptune energy that was harmonious and Mercury energy. So that also makes sense why a lot of the the spiritual gifts were coming were coming in. So, and you you mentioned also that you were working with like more like deeper ancestral connections or oh, even even past yeah, life yeah. connections, right? The lot I, I went deep in um I mean I actually think I went I kind of like there's a lot of portals in Ibiza there's there's a lot of portals there's a lot of intense energy there's a lot of light and dark and, and you know I feel like I almost got got caught up in it and I think I kind of did I remember speaking and they were like sends me like you did like almost a lifetime amount of work and healing in two years and I think I just did way too much it got way too intense but none of it was kind of my choice. I almost felt like I was being dragged along. Past lives were getting opened up. Memories were getting triggered. But also my gifts were getting opened up as well. Yeah. Because I work with the soul, I know that the soul chooses everything. So obviously my soul chose for that to happen anyway. So sometimes you just got to surrender and go with it. But it was intense. And there was a lot of growth and transformation. More growth and transformation, I think, that I ever could have imagined. But there was also quite a lot of pain and quite a lot of heartache and quite a lot of confusion as well. But I guess that's normal because we're human and sometimes, you know, it's comprehending what goes on with the soul in the human mind and with our heart is challenging. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and the lessons that we're meant to be learning, right, on, on, our, on our path. I learned a lot. Exactly. That's it. And I learned a lot of really hard lessons. And there was a lot of deceit, actually. There was now that, well, it's funny that you said that because I'm not someone who's actually been deceived a lot in my life, but I did get deceived quite a lot by a lot of different people while I was there, which was really interesting. But I guess that's me just learning my lessons around self-trust because I didn't really listen to my intuition a few times while I was there. So yeah, there was a lot of lessons around self-trust as well. <laughs> And then as we, we spoke about Bali, I was, I was almost, you know, a little, little cautious as to, you know, what energy to tell you was there because it was disharmonious, right? You have disharmonious uh, Mercury energy, which is all about kind of figuring out what your voice is, right? Figuring out your message. And that's essentially like what's happening to you right now, right? What you're feeling in Bali and, and almost this pivot coming through, right? Yeah. That's yeah, because I know in my, my I'm doing my soul's work and I know that and it, it's so powerful, it's so intense, but sometimes, you know, trying to explain because I work with I work not in a third dimension, I'm working in different dimensions. Trying to explain something like that to be comprehended in the logical mind can be sometimes really difficult. Yeah. And I felt that when I was in Ibiza, it was so easy for me to convey my message and to create content and to get it out there. Uh -huh. But since I've come to Bali, some it's almost like even though I know what I'm do I do, and if I'm having a conversation with a friend, I can chat about it all day long. But when it comes to putting it into content, it has been a little bit more challenging than it's ever been for me. And I feel like some of the stuff I used to do still resonates, but I can feel this real, really powerful pivot coming on. The things that used to excite me aren't so much, but there's new stuff that's exciting me. So yeah. I feel like, yeah, I'm quite, I'm quite excited about it all though, because it feels right. Yeah. And for me, I have my, my moon line here. So it's been a lot of grounding. So almost le it's less, less about the, the business. It's almost like I've stepped away from the business and I'm, I'm allowing myself to, to just rest. Mm -hmm. 
right? The rest that I that I need to yeah, just to to be essential. yeah to to be on my game for the future for what's to come. I guess it's just kind of like rejuvenating and getting ready for the for what's coming forward. For yeah, it is. It is because it with the grounding comes you know all the responsibilities and you know if I want to start a eco resort or maybe another business because. Mm -hmm. Within a month of being here, I had the opportunity to join a business, a local business, right, with foreigners. And that allowed me to stay for the two years. So it's just been one thing after another. Right. And then, and now I'm in a relationship like two months in. And it's just, it's been a crazy roller coaster oh, wow. of, yeah, <laughs> of like, it's yeah. just, you know, like things just like coming in and grounding me in, on the island. So, um, no, you're staying here. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for you, it's almost like this disharmonious energy. You needed to connect with this to to challenge you to to open you up, right? It was getting a bit of same old, same old kind mm -hmm. of thing. I feel like this is really kind of like cracking the open, almost. Yeah. It's what I think kind of really needed this. I'm, I think that's kind of who I am anyway. I am that kind of person anyway. But I almost feel like. Bali is really pushing me to like really step into it, you know, and I guess that you only really step into it when you're being challenged, right? And when you're being forced to step out of your comfort zone, that's where the magic is anyway. So that, but then I'm going to perceive this is like, I think it's forcing me to kind of really dig out my magic. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Can you tell the, the listeners what exactly you do, like what type of people you, you work with and like how you help them? Yeah. So I work with women, but I'm helping women who really have a lot of self-doubt, a lot of sabotaging behavior, but not really, I don't work with them on a surface level. So yeah, the kind of symptoms of that might be procrastination, um, avoidance, hiding, doubting themselves, talking negatively to themselves. But I tend to go a lot deeper into it because a lot of the time why we doubt ourselves or why we sabotage is often because we're fearing people think of us. We're worried about people's opinions. We're worried of failing. And that often comes down to low self-worth. And that's where I start to go into the healing aspect because I feel being a, a, I used to be a mindset coach. And so I know how mindset works. I only believe that really gets us so far. If you don't feel good enough, if you don't feel you're capable, if you don't feel like you're enough, if you feel like you can't express your authentic voice without being judged. Often that comes from low self-worth and that comes from the womb. So really and truly, rather than just empowering yourself and being like, I'm worthy, I'm worthy, and I'm going to reprogram myself to believe I'm worthy. I believe you need to heal the wound that created that unworthiness in the first place. And often it's not always a wound that's happened in this lifetime because I work with past life ancestral as well. So I work with not just the conscious and subconscious mind, but really programming the ancestral consciousness. I work with five levels of consciousness. Mm. So the first thing that we do is we find out a limited pattern. Because often when you don't feel good enough and you don't feel worthy, it shows up as a pattern in your life. These patterns, they show up in our life over and over again. So this pattern is often connected to a soul lesson. Your soul wants you to learn a particular lesson in order for you to evolve, because that's why we're here. Um, helping you to complete the lesson that you need to complete. And then I clear the karmic contract and I clear all the contracts that are creating that reality and bringing those situations into your reality. And then we deprogram and reprogram all the levels of consciousness. So what essentially happens is you complete the lesson 
mm. your soul competes an evolutionary cycle of your soul. And therefore your soul doesn't need to keep attracting situations anymore where it's trying to teach you that lesson. Because we keep finding ourselves in the same situation over and over again often. So what we really want to do is we want to break that cycle. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it makes complete sense. And that's kind of why I got into the work that I'm doing with astrogeography and pairing it with Reiki, right? Working with the, with the chakras and, and working energetically and seeing why do you want to run, right? Why do you want to escape to, to this next place and, and finding, per, you know, a purpose to why you want to go to a certain place and finding some, some meaning behind particular location right the energies that you want to work with and, and making it more intentional mm -hmm. rather than just a form of escapism so i i love that that you're that you're doing that that work and and working with the core wound and it's almost like me working energetically with the body and you know do you not feel mm -hmm. safe is there something that's holding you back is there a blockage so so i love that that's interesting because feeling safe is actually one of the big things that comes up there's self-worth what I found is working with running, you're well, running and hiding is exactly the same as distraction, avoidance, right? Right. right. Which is why we, why we sabotage, why we procrastinate, why we <sighs> wait for the right time, wait for divine timing, or I'll do it then, or I'll wait till I have this, then I'll do it. And before you know it, you're not taking any action mm. on any of your soul mission or dreams or anything yeah. that your heart wants to do. And you end up settling for whatever's easy. And that's yeah. why so many people are so unfulfilled. But it's similar in the distraction and the avoidance and the running, you know, for it and out. Hold on a minute. Why is that? And what I found is you either lack unconditional self-love. Yeah. You don't worthy and that therefore you seek approval and you worry about what people think. You fear failing. You fear looking silly and you're getting it wrong. Or you don't feel safe. And that is one of the biggest things that comes up for people is feeling safe you know am i safe to do this am i safe to take the leaps am i safe to take that leap instead of trying to control and manipulate every little detail of their lives and just trying to win a game that you can never win <laughs> yeah no it's it's so true and and safety is is usually a big one like as i do i'll do like a an intuitive meditation and i usually work on the the root chakra to to focus on safety like you are safe you are safe you are safe so yeah that's huge huge thing and now that you're in bali what energies have have you been encountering i know that that here they work with you know the darker realms and 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 you are kind of you've been working with this and and when we spoke when we first met i know that you were bouncing around mm -hmm. from from place to place and and kind of feeling these energies and and trying to avoid oh, <laughs> yeah yeah like how has that been because that that's interesting because i as someone that works with energy i haven't necessarily felt that on the island i think because i have more of that grounding that moon energy here so it's more it's almost more welcoming but for you it's almost been like a challenge yeah do you know what it, it comes down to your soul history um i'm a shadow worker as well as a light worker so when i went through my first initiation i got really sick in hospital i work with the unconscious as well as the conscious and you know they're both healing modalities but light is kind of like when i'm working with light i'm working with light when i'm working with shadow i'm shining light on the unconscious and bringing those unconscious habits to light which is very healing but my soul history what, what when i first started to learn about my soul history i kind of freaked out okay because i found out that i had a lot of darkness within me and i was like oh my god 
And everyone's like, no, no, no. Most of the powerful light workers, they will explore the dark at some point in their soul history because to fight the dark, you need to know the dark. Mm -hmm. So don't freak out. This is something that's happened before. So a lot of my soul purpose in this lifetime has been clearing a lot of past life where darkness has taken my light and darkness has taken my power and I've had to clear a lot. So what I do now is I do clear darkness as well. That's something that I actually do. So when I'm clearing these karmic contracts, say for example, um, I'm going to put it something really tangible for your listeners and to you. Say you keep attracting a certain situation in your life, okay? You keep getting betrayed over and over again. And every guy you meet, he breaks your heart, he lies to you, and he betrays you. The way that the soul learns lessons is through duality. And we do it through victim and persecutor consciousness. Mm -hmm. So to learn the true lesson of betrayal, your soul will not only need to betray someone, but you'll also need to be betrayed. So say, for example, you betray someone in a lifetime, you create a karmic connection, and then in the next life, they betray you and that karmic connection is paid. And that's how you learn the lesson. But unless you clear those karmic contracts, we actually get stuck lifetime after lifetime, repeating the same lessons over and over and over again. Right. Now, when I clear those karmic contracts, there's also soul contracts that I also break and clear as well. And sometimes some of these soul contracts have been made unconsciously in past lives with forms of darkness, with forms of consciousness. Sometimes we get tricked. Sometimes we make oaths and promises. Some of our souls go back thousands of years when there was a lot of darkness on the planet and things were very, very different. Also, as the soul descends through the dimensions to come to the third dimension, it has to work its way through different pockets of light and dark because the earth is an earth of duality and light cannot exist without dark. Dark cannot exist without light. It would be in balance. So we have to have both. So a lot, most people, especially light workers and especially people that work with energy, they do have some sort of darkness in their soul history. And it doesn't mean that they're dark people. It means that they've had interactions with darkness and most of those people normally are full of light, you know, they are people that have light in their souls, but the darkness will always come for the light. Mm. So because of my soul history, I've had a lot of these encounters and because I work with clearing it in people, I can feel it and I know it and I recognize it. So it happens to me quite a lot. And the more that I worked with light, the more kind of, I don't like to use the word attack, but the more I found it kind of coming for me over and over again. Yeah. But you know what? Every time we have an encounter with darkness, our soul's chosen it before we even become human. Mm. And also it makes us leap the stage of evolution. We learn so much. We clear it every time we bring more light in. And what we do is we transmute our own dark into light. The world isn't just made up of light. Both exist. And if we acknowledge both like the Balinese do, you know, right. the way the Balinese do it is beautiful. They say, you know, we need it to balance the earth, but we can both exist in a way that's harmonious, which is why they make the offerings and they're doing so much honoring all the time. So yeah, for me, I've really felt it in Bali. Um, and it's yeah. funny that you say grounding because I have to ground all of us. Grounding is our protection. It is all about being grounded and that's our protection. Right. Because otherwise we're just floating around and possibly getting attacked or right or taking on these energies exactly yeah exactly that's it yeah. yeah interesting and have you worked with any healers or have gone to any ceremonies like any healing modalities that you've tapped into here in bali 
that have inspired mm. that that have inspired your work even more? Do you know what? I haven't worked with any that have inspired my work anymore. And I really don't want to listen that listen, you know what your soul came here to do. You have right. your own gifts that have been unlocked. However, I do believe I'm here to learn a lot from this and make peace with I had a lot of fear of darkness when I got here because of yeah. all the things that had happened to me and I didn't really understand and comprehend. And like, I feel like I'm here to like also show him that there's nothing to fear, that you light will always be able to win or light will always prevail. All darkness can be transmuted. You know, we're here to clear a lot of these things. Anyway, that's a lot of what's going on in the planet at the moment and with humanity. Right. But I do believe I'm here to make peace with that to lose that fear, to make peace with it, to learn the way they work and they honor things. I feel real recently strongly that a little bit of why I'm here. And I think that's why the challenges, when you say about the challenges, I feel like these challenges are here to make me grow and learn. Yeah. But I have been to the Guru Manku who in Munduk in the mountains, he did a beautiful water ceremony on me and he helped clear. When I first got him, I got a bit of an attack. And he helped to claim everything. He made me feel so at peace and safe, more than any healer's ever done. <laughs> yeah, amazing, amazing. And do you see yourself going to any other places? And how long do you see yourself in Bali? Is this, this long term or, or the next few months, like shifting to maybe Mexico, the US? I know you were mentioning a bit of that. Do you know what? Before I came here, it was either Mexico or Bali. And I don't know why. Something's just pulling me to Bali. It was like, no, even though Mexico was easy, easier for me. Yeah. It was like, no, Bali, 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 Bali. And then I've always wanted to go to um, the US. I've always felt a pull to go to California, all around LA. I don't know why. I feel like there's something there, maybe a prophesize that needs healing there. So I have had a pull to go there, but I wouldn't be able to stay long term. But I was planning on coming and staying in Bali. I mean, I've got kittens. Uh, I hope you can't hear them because they are yeah. playing in the background. And they're, being, they're being quite noisy and yeah. I can't seem to keep them quiet. Because yeah. they're three months old. <laughs> yes. How, how many kittens you got? Two? Or... I've got two. And, and then literally, <laughs> these cats are wild. They're crazy. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they're, they're, not they're, like, they're not, they're not docile. No, they're, they're, yeah, roaming around. <laughs> They're really vocal and demanding. Yeah. It's really dramatic. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah, so I do apologize if there's a bit of noise. No, no. So yeah, you're you already feel like you're you've set up a home here in in Bali. Yeah. Um, and for the, for the listeners, like even though you are near this disharmonious energy of of Mercury uh, related to communication, it's almost allowed you to to challenge your original message, right? Or to look back at, at your work and see like what, you know, what maybe needs to be, what fresh ideas need to come through. So I love that. Yeah. Even, even disharmonious energy is good energy. You know, not, I, I don't look at the energies of, of, you know, astrogeography as bad or good. It's, it's what's meant for, you know, our soul to, to connect with. Also, I believe that the more challenging, the more evolution and I really believe that. Like, how boring would life be if everyone just, everything just went smoothly all the time? And that's, right. it's just not what life's about. And it's not yeah. what the soul journey is about. And, you know, the more you challenge yourself, the more you will grow. And that's a little bit kind of like what my work, I'm telling people. Right. The light and dark, know, right? Take that leap. The light and dark, take that leap. Jump yeah. out of your comfort zone. You know, challenge, face your shadows, face your own darkness. They're just the things that you don't like about yourself. 
it's not anything bad, you know, it's nothing evil or, or sinister. Your shadows are the bits of yourself that you reject, that you think people won't know, things that place parts of yourself and think are not attractive or people, you're too much or, you know, all these bits, like these are what your shadows are. Like, we need to embrace those parts of us. Really. Yeah. Like, it's not about rejecting parts of us. Your energy gets trapped. If you do that, it it's is. about integrating it, integrating it all and becoming more whole and more alive. And that, yes. the bits that you don't like about yourself, that's where you're tapping into your magic. I love, yeah, I, I love that, that you mentioned. Yeah. Cause it's almost like if you, if you reject it, you're putting it in a closet and it, and it's there, it's still there, but it's going to show haunting you. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's your shadow. And that's when you react. You react and you project and you don't deal with your stuff. And for me, that's just not, that's not what I'm about. <laughs> yeah. And that's been my journey too, of authenticity and living my life, you know, authentically and, and always sharing like, you know, what, what I'm doing or what I'm up to. Even, even though I have a very unconventional relationship, I, I share about that too. And the relationship that I'm building here, even though I'm married and yeah, and, and like this open relationship. So it's been quite a journey to to share that publicly but it's 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 better to to be open about things rather than make it taboo because it's in the end it's all about love and and connections yeah it it is what it is exactly your truth yeah you are like why would you ever hide that from people you know right i feel like in society we're coming out of the same which you know what the, the judgment is all about there are no bad parts of you there are only unaccepted parts of you. Mm. And this is a big thing as well. Like it's okay to feel angry. It's okay to feel resentful. It's okay to feel bitter. Someone hurts you. You can feel all those things. Cause if you deny yourself those emotions, you deny yourself what it is to be human, right? As yes. long as you feel it, you integrate it, you move through it and you get over it. And this is what happens when we don't allow ourselves to do that. It becomes an ego pattern. And that's what I clear actually funny enough. And then the ego patterns, we start to identify with the parts of us that we don't like, but they're not who we are, yeah. you know, they're not who we are always so much more than that. Right. Yes, yes, yes. So you, you want to go to Mexico and we did look at Mexico and there was so much energy that you had amazing, like abundance energy, sun energy. Yeah. So being seen, being recognized, being surrounded by abundance, grounding energy on the West coast of Mexico. That looks and feels really good, like as I as I look at it. Um, and the same energies went up into Texas and California. Uh, we looked at like Joshua Tree, right? There was a Mercury yeah. energy, which is disharmonious right now in Bali, but it was harmonious for you in Joshua Tree. So maybe tapping more into your message and and clarifying, you know, your message for your business and and life. Yeah, so that that feels really good. So. Where do you see, you know, now that you're kind of pivoting, where do you see like your programs, your business going as you're, you're moving through this journey of being in Bali and, and possibly moving in the future? So it's so funny because I was only thinking about this like yesterday and the day before I've been planning things out and then you, you mentioned it and I was like, oh, that's synchronicity, how the universe works. Yeah. But I'm going to still do what I do, but it's so funny because I know it's the pattern. Working with these women, women come to me because they have sabotage issues. They want to create a life or dreams, business of their dreams. They want to move country. They want to take action, but they can't. They're, you know, they're stuck. They have these fears, fear of failure, fear of judgment, all these different fears and insecurities, self-doubt, procrastination mm-hmm. that come up. 
when I look at my feedback over the last two years of my clients, every single client, when we got down into it, it came back to self-worth. And most of the time, wounds were created in relationships. Mm. Relationships with parents, relationships, heartbreak. They were made to not feel good enough at some point because of that. And I was like, that's so weird because that's really kind of like, I've just been through a major, major, major breakup. And when I came out of it, I was like, do you know what? I still feel worthy. And if I hadn't have done the work that I'd done on myself, I would not have felt worthy. And I was like, how many women have been made to feel unworthy because of relationships with their parents or not good enough because of heartbreak? And I realized that every single client that I've attracted for one thing, that's what it's come down to. So I'm not really changing what I do. I think I'm just getting clear, making it more clear to people that this is where your struggles originate from. This is where this comes up. And you know, if this is you, then maybe helping people understand where these problems actually come from, because a lot of these mindset issues, such as procrastination and sabotage, then they're coping mechanisms to deal with a wound, you know, and a trauma or something that they're not happy with about themselves. So still doing what I do now, but I think just really going deeper with my messaging. Okay. And going deeper into relationships and, and love. Like pivoting, pivoting. I pivoting. feel yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Well, other because a lot of the women I used to speak to before were like, do you want to get quit your job and follow your dreams? Are you settling in life and you're stuck yeah. and you're bored? You know, these kind of women. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like relationships, people, women that have been hurt. Women, it's really, my thing is when you find yourself in the same situation over and over again, breaking the cycle, breaking the pattern. That's my real kind of niche. That's my real thing that I love to, love to help people with. That's what kind of sets me on fire. And a lot of the time we find ourselves in repeating relationships. We repeat patterns. We get hurt over and over again. We wonder why does this keep happening to me? So I feel like that's something that I really, really want to start to delve into at the moment because that's already what I'm doing. (laughs) <laughs> and it's what I've been doing for the last two years. I just maybe never really looked at it like that before. But since right. I've come to Bali, it's come very clear to me like, wow, Jade, these are the people that you help. Exactly. And like, pin, yeah, pinpointing that these these are the clients, right? Rather than, yeah. So it's allowing you to to focus in on exactly the clients that you're meant to to work with. Yeah, that's so amazing. And it reminds me of, I don't know if you know the opening scene of Eat, Pray, Love. But I think it, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were talking about the refugees and like in the end, like there's so, so many problems, but in the end, it was all about the relationships, right? Like, like who's, who's dating who and yeah, yeah. It's, it's always, yeah. It's always about love and, and connections and these sacred bonds that we have, you know, as, as humans. And I feel like even if you're in a loving, happy relationship now, how many of us have wounds still from previous mm-hmm. relationships that make us feel not good enough and unworthy? Right. And yeah, they might not affect you in your relationship, but they might affect you when it comes to going for the job you want or right. when it comes to creating a business. Right. You don't realize the reason why we don't feel good enough is often because of a wound. A lot of the time it's relationships with parents and love. Mm. Not just love, parents comes up a lot as well, you know, like abandonment issues, of course. feeling like our parents don't care. I've had all that and I don't teach anything that I don't embody myself. And, you right. know, I've had to deal with all of that, all of that over the last few years. 
But, you know, I talk about all this quite openly as well. I'm, I'm like you, I'm really open. I've got a podcast as well. You're going to be a guest yeah. on it. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, I talk about my life. I talk about, I, I'm not on a pedestal pretending that my life was perfect. And, right. you know, I feel like there's a real spiritual eco for a lot of healers right. and a lot of mentors and a lot of coaches. It's not about that. It's about, you know, like we're all human and mm-hmm. we're all here to live a human experience. And we're all here to learn the harshest of lessons sometimes. And if I can help you through what I've been through, then that makes me happy. Yes. Yes. And how can people work with you? Where can they find you? Um, and what, what's coming up for you? Yep. So you can find me on my Instagram and it's my name, Jade underscore S E T H O Jade Zito. I also have a podcast called your soul is calling and I have different programs so i have one called activate evolve which is a four week one-to-one i have a soul shift group program which is three months i have my one-to-one as well over three months and i've got something new new in the book for the new year that i'm going to be um releasing that i'm really really excited about as well i love that i love that i have three offerings i have loads of offerings as well so you know feel free to check it out guys i always like to put a lot of free stuff out there as well as well as paid stuff yeah, I was on your Instagram and there's a masterclass or, or masterclasses that you, sabotage. that you offer. Yeah. I love that. So. Yeah, sabotage masterclass. Mm-hmm. All right. So definitely, yeah, check out her masterclasses and yeah, Jade, thank you so much for being on today. And remember, lineage goes beyond your ancestors. You are meant to connect to the cosmos so you may finally find your cosmic family. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Cosmic Roadmap. If you would like to book a session with me to explore your own cosmic roadmap and chart your next destination in business, love, and life, then head over to CosmicRoadmap.com.